Oh, what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio.
incorrectly, but also about people being open enough not to just assume and not to just judge people. You know, um, when Martin Luther King said, judge me by the content of my character. Um, and that was the whole thing of racism, not by the color of my skin. And, you know, we're judging people, judging young people. And sometimes it's just because they're young. Just because you are young, it's just an automatic assumption. A lot of there are a lot of different assumptions. So we want to talk like, about how we can. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like the older generation sees the young people as in lost or misguided. Where I believe that the older generation is stuck, not stuck in their ways, but they're not willing to learn anything new, and that's why they think we're so young and misguided. Such as myself, like I'm a college boy, but some people see me or because I'm black. You know, because um, I wear a hat or a wrap, whatever, they feel like I'm not, I don't have my education or I'm not doing anything part of my life. And that has to do with the older teachings. Like, everybody's parents tell us to go to school, but we never have any idea what to go to school for until we get to school. And I think that's not what we should be doing. I think that we should go to school, but once we find our topic, once we find something that we're good at, we should pursue that. And the older generation just sees that as in like as like a failure type of thing. So based off of that, I believe that older people see younger people as a problem because they because they don't be like it seems like we're clueless or we don't know what we want yet. And I believe that is vice versa. I believe that we're that we have our goal and we have our aim, but we don't have is a proper tools yet. I mean, I, I have the ambition and the hunger to get, to get a bachelor's degree. What I don't have yet is, is the foundation of time management. While other people have that, but they don't have the hunger to pursue their dreams. So. Yeah. So, um, well, some of the things and the issues is that also, too, I think is, um, you know, nobody um, asks to be born. And when you come, you come with certain situations and all. So sometimes I think um, a lot of adults forget what it's like to be young and that they were in the same way, in the same place. So they should have a better understanding. And even with, even though I definitely don't agree with the baggy pants, not so much baggy, because I really don't have an issue with baggy pants. I get, I have an issue with the sloppiness of the dress. And when you, and showing your underwear, it's just nothing fashionable about it. It never will be. It doesn't look cool. It doesn't make a guy look sexy. They generally look dirty. They remind me of dirty people. And um, I think young people don't understand that. When I look at you, you look dirty. You don't look intelligent because nobody intelligent will wear their pants so low that they have to walk funny because they're afraid they're going to fall down. When you could simply just buy your pants extra big, put on a belt, and you have the baggy look, but you can walk secure because, see, confidence is sexy. So when you can walk confidently, but you can't do that if you're afraid your pants are going to fall down or if you're wearing your pants, you know, below your butt and you have to walk to keep them up, it doesn't work. But if you wear your pants in a way that they can still be baggy, you know, and, like, these are, like, common sense things. So then you say, why do you, you know, sometimes, you know, young people wonder. But 
that's the whole thing. It's like uh, it's not the issue of fashion, but you know you kind of lost common sense. There's a way to resolve that. You can wear big baggy pants and have you know even if you want your pockets way down below your butt, you can do that without literally wearing your pants low so that you have to walk funny to keep them up. And if you run, your pants actually fall down. You trip and fall. I mean, it just looks stupid. But then at the same time, you want to be judged like you're intelligent. So sometimes people don't see that. But it's not so much the baggy because every generation has their fashion. Every region, every area has their own style and culture. And that's fun. That's the creative part. But it seems like we're kind of losing the creativity and the mythology is just being lost because it's not being taught. But then again, it's for the adults to help teach, not to say you're doing it wrong, but to show what you feel is wrong, show where there's a lack of creativity, show what creative stuff looks, you know, what it looked like. And so it's a two-way conversation. And then also listen, because I find a lot of, intelligent, creative young people. Some of them, no, they may not necessarily be doing always the right thing, but there's always something good and great in them if you take the time, you know, to work with them. And then you encourage them in what they're great at because everybody has a gift and talent. And that's always been my thing when I work with young people. I find um, there's a young woman in my church, she's really good at She's in the fashion. But I noticed this a few years ago. We were actually in the right aid across the street from my church, and I knew she said she liked fashion and stuff. So I actually bought her some magazines, and I told her, you know, what magazines for the industry. I said, if you're really in the industry, these are the, you know, leading magazines in the industry. And then I show, went through there and showed the different things like that you look at. So I said, start looking at different things. Start looking at cuts. Start looking at this. Start looking at that. And start deciding for yourself what it is that you like. But you kind of see what's on trend. But don't follow the exact trend. Follow the styles, the cuts. And I showed her how to look at things. And I actually bought a few magazines. And when I find out things about fashion, especially dealing with young people, I do that. She chose to go to school for fashion. And so you can really help um, young people out by just, you know, it's just like anyone else, whether if it's a young person, someone you're working with, you see where a person has a, a gift and passion and talent, you support it, you help them grow their strengths, and then you can, um, you know, help them, you know, develop or correct any weaknesses as well. But um, I do agree it's two ways. And um, I think um, by you saying, you know, you got to kind of look at the way you're dressing and, you know, and how people are reacting to you probably means much more to your peers than if I say it. If I say it, it's like chastising. <laughs> but if you say it, but then we can all have a conversation. Like I said, well, I don't think it's so much necessarily the bagginess. It's the sloppiness that bothers me. And the sloppiness is what makes you not look, you don't think of you as clean, as smart, as well-kept, because you look sloppy. Because there are baggy looks. You know, baggies have been a fashion for a while. You know, there have been different styles of it, but back in the 40s, no, the 20s, 
And in 1920s, it was called the Zoot Suits. So if you look that up, where the men wore baggy suits, the real, um, they wore the real long coats. Instead of a, a short suit jacket, the suit jackets came down to, like, the knees, and they were big. And then the pants were real baggy, but they were suit pants, but they were real baggy, pleated. They would wear the um, the chains, the watch chains and everything. And um, so those were um, considered, you know, real baggy. That was a baggy style, and that started back in the 20s, and it could have been baggy styles even before then. But if you look at the history of fashion, so it's not the issue of the clothes being baggy. What happens is, is when you look sloppy, you know, when it's to the point it's looking sloppy, and um, and then, and if there's no real style to it, it's just you know, it just threw it on, and um, so, but um, you know, it's I I like what you brought up as the change as far as we need to look differently at each other. And then that's two-way, too. Young people need to kind of look differently at, at their elders. Sometimes you think they're chastising you, and they might just be sharing with you. So sometimes you have to say, do I automatically, did I just automatically put up a defensive wall just because the person is older and they're saying something to me? Because the truth of the matter is people who are older than you been on the earth longer than you. So if they've been on the earth longer than you, 99% of the times, logic is going to suggest they know more than you. They've been the age you've been. Now, the world might not have been the same way it is exactly now, but then you don't know what the world was like that they were in and what the hurdles and things that they had to overcome. So there may actually be some wisdom in their words. So it's a saying called, take what you can use. And throw the rest away. That way you don't have to get upset. Take whatever is of value in that person's statement and use it. Anything else that's not usable, just throw it away. And in this way, you find value in everything. You can find value in every conversation. And when you do that, you'll, you'll wind up getting more respect from older people because you'll be acting respectful. And you can demand that same respect from them without being loud. So we're going to review a song, and we're going to come back about, we're going to go how image changes with our words that we say to one another. So I was looking down the list to see what maybe we can listen to. Did you walk in the block? Did you get a chance? Did we review that yet? About Akua Naru out of Germany? I don't believe so Okay So we're going to do Walk in the Block This is Walk in the Block A Kuhnaru out of Germany And it features another woman Um, I'm not sure how to say her name But it features a singer So we're going to listen to that And we're going to come back Walk in the blood, yeah. I can see clearly. 
They never see the courthouse, uh, uh, they never see it. Hey, Somebody just got shot today on the block. Look, y'all, watch the day on the block. Somebody just got shot today on the block. Look, y'all, watch the day on the block. Another body drop. Somebody just got shot. Look, y'all, watch. Another body dropped. Somebody just got shot. Look, y'all, watch. Today on the block. Today on the block. Today on the block. All right, we just listened to Walking the Block by Akura Naru. And it was featuring um, Ole, I can't, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. But Walking the Block is um, an OK Players hit um, pick. And so what we would like everyone to do is to record that that's Walking the Block. Akua, A-K-U-A, Naru, N-A-R-U, Akua Naru. You can go to akuanaru.com. You can also find it at Bandcamp, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere. But um, what we'd like everyone to do, if you're on Facebook, go to your music section. And you can click on Listen to Later, but you can just do in your search, Walking the Block, and then you'll when you see the name of Kua Naru, just pick that, like it. So if everybody can do that, I'll go over to Bandcamp and search for Akua Naru or search for Walking the Block Akua Naru. 
and purchase it from Bandcamp. And it'll do a quick MP3 download. So um, we want everyone, if you like it, to go, you know, download it, purchase it, if you like it. But I guess we first have to have our review by Fuji. So give us the 411 on this. I like it sounded. It has a, um, a power, well, not a power, it has a powerful message. Pretty much like, trying to say like, like, every block has its own downfall. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, he's, I don't know. Like, the message of the song is practically like, like that like we should like, watch the people on the block type of thing. Like, like we should like watch over them in a positive manner because people do get shot on the block every day, and like you can't really get that life back once they're gone. So, I I think at least that I think that was uh, the message behind it. <clears throat> but um, I enjoyed the piece. It's a good song. Great production. Like the vocals on both the male and female artists, and like they're doing their thing out there. So, okay, so is this a thumbs up on this one? Yeah. Alrighty, Fuji gives it a thumbs up. So everybody, go out, get your copy of Walk in the Block, and okay, play your pick. So you just go, um, like I said, Akua A K U A Naru N A R U Akua Naru dot com. Um, you can find it on Bandcamp. And if you're on Facebook, just go to your own page, to your music section, click on Listen Later, search for Walk in the Block, click on Akua Naru, then like it. And let's see what difference we can make. So we were talking about image, and we got a few more minutes left, but we're going to be closing out soon. So on this image... You know, with something you brought up before, I want to go into, you know, how we speak to one another. But um, the one thing you brought up, matter of fact, we'll leave the speaking, how how we speak to one another for the next next month. But you did bring up about going to school and your passions. Um, I just want to say to everyone, everyone is good at something. And by the time you get to college, you may and may not know it. Some people know it. Some people at five years old know what they want to be, and they follow it. Everyone doesn't. Just because at 18 you're not sure of what you want to be and what you want to do, it's okay. But the way you find out, be guided by your passions. There are things that you're good at and things you feel good about doing. That is what you want to look into. Like if you really feel good speaking and talking and different things, if that's what you you like doing that, then you look up what are all the possibilities, careers, what are all the different things that I could do speaking. You could be an orator. If if you wanted to be a rapper, you could be you could be a speaker. You could be um you know, they're national speakers. They're speaker bureaus. Um, you could be a debater. You could get on a debate team. You know, speech is something you have to take anyway when you go to college. So that's a required course. You're going to take a basic speech course. See how you feel about that. Try out different things. You may be an actor. You know, you know it, may, it can manifest in many different ways. You may want to do radio and broadcasting. 
you know, today to get an internet radio show is easy to do. So, you know, look at it, and, and no one knows better than you. What do you feel good at doing? And then you got to be willing and honest and realize if you're actually good at it. Like you may want to say, I want to be a singer, but if you can't sing, your chances are being successful as a singer is just not going to work. It's not just because you want to do it, but what are you passionate about and you do well? Because your passion is what's going to drive you. So you want to move by your passionate, your passion. What just makes you feel good and you just love it? You love it when you do it. And sometimes you try to think too big, but the thing about it is um, you may, like, be really good with math because um, you may can add things up quickly, this and that. Now, being good at math could put you in a lot of different places. It could put you in engineering, science. Me, I was good at math. It's, I am good at math. But I never wanted to do anything around science and uh, medicine, anything like that. I just didn't, I wasn't interested in it. So I had to look, I like business. I realized I like business. I like always selling stuff. I could always sell something, and I was good at math. And I was good at English. Those were the things I was, I like business, good at math and English. So I went into the school of business. Now, I still wasn't sure which major to pick because, unfortunately, no one around me was into business. So I couldn't get any good feedback. And, unfortunately, my college guidance counselors in high school didn't talk to me about college. So I kind of had to guess at it. But I wanted everyone to think about Whatever your passions is, or whether you're in high school, you're going to high school, whether you're in college, you know, just evaluate. You know what moves you. And it may not necessarily be the class, but it may be that you speak well. I like when I speak. I like when I'm in front of people. I like that people listen to me. You know, you might be the person that everybody comes confides in and you're good at giving advice, you have this ability to kind of see people. See, You can see that they got problems. You can see that they got an issue. And you, have this, just, you just have this natural ability to calm people. Well, where can that take you? Counseling, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists if you want to go, um, consulting, coaching. There are a lot of different places that skill can take you. So... Don't look at it necessarily, I'm good in English, I'm good in math, because English and math and things, generally, they don't manifest as that in real life. You use them. Now, don't get it twisted. You use all of those, and you need those skills. But it's not like I'm going to go be a math teacher because I'm good at math. But being good at math may make you, you know, good with business, may, you know, uh, if you want to be accounting, if or if you, but if you want to be an entrepreneur, or if you um, do purchasing, there are buyers. Buyers are big time. You know, you might like numbers. You might know numbers. You may know how to budget, and you may like shopping all at the same time. I'm I'm good for a buyer, and it doesn't just have to be fashion. All all businesses need people to buy for them and need to go out and evaluate what's the best deal, what's the trends, what's the new things. So it can just manifest. So I say to you first, whatever you're good at, what you're passionate about, just start journaling, writing things down. 
Start thinking about it and you'll look over and see, you know, what's moving you. And then when you find that out, find out all the type of careers and different things you could do where you could use your gift and your skill. And then once you do that, then you um it then it's easier to, you know, to go back and set a major and and to design a major around what you want to do. Custom design it, you know, because school costs money. So you want your education to pay for itself. So, you know, maybe your major may mean that it's some courses you don't may not want to take, but there's some other courses that you do want to take in order to fulfill the requirements that you need for um, the field that you want to go in. And so, um, you know, that's just how that is. So for young people, um, we're going to roll out on. So for all of those looking for your passions, that is your passion. And um, we're going to listen to one more thing. Then food, we're going to bring Fuji back on to close us out. And... Um, And so um, this is just to encourage people in case they're going through. This is the storm. It's by Baron, a.k.a. It's by, we'll call him BZ, a.k.a. Baron Hellman. And this is dedicated to Ty, Big Check Ty. This is dedicated to you, sir. To the most natural high, this is I, Baron Hellman, a.k.a. BZ. I am not afraid of the drops of rain. I'm not afraid of the problems and pain. He keeps me safe and warm through every little bit.
tight together. You know what I'm saying? Uh. To the most matchless high. Whoever been through the storm, you can relate to this right here. Just bop your head, stomp your feet, and clap your hands to this. Smoke time. Millionaire. Alrighty, that was the storm by BZ, aka Baron Hillman. And um Fuji's just gonna close us out. Let us know what you feel about the song and then give us your and close us out. Alright. <clears throat> I like the chorus. It was like be respectful, like assault me. Pretty much it's talking about like like be real with me, like don't deceive me. And I liked that because like this saying respect starts in the house and also starts in the home, and also starts in the heart. So though it's very respect, you gotta learn how to first recognize what respect is and how to receive and how to give it. So when he was saying consult me, consultant is like whenever you do something, you talk to somebody who's as I guess on the same page as you or someone who's a, who's on a higher page than you to get the final is it okay or not. And um I like that he brought that in because a lot of people don't do that. So I mean I definitely enjoyed the piece though. It was a good, it was a solid production overall, and um, I give the thumbs up. Alrighty, so you can close this out. Yeah. Um, if I had one final word to say, I would say, um, no matter, no matter how much stuff you go through, and no matter how much people could put you down to boost you up. Don't let their ego or your ego alter your perspective because everybody has their own opportunity. Everybody has their own passion, their own, their own production. Just find yours. Once you do find it, don't let it go because people ask where the other blessings go. The moment you stop, you would never know. So keep pushing. Peace. Yep. <laughs> After Christmas means Macy's lowest prices of the season on fantastic furniture for your home. Like the Radley five-piece chaise sectional on sale for just $1,599. And the Tribeca queen bed only $289. Score a bonus $200 Macy's gift card or 40-inch smart TV with any iComfort, Beautyrest Black, or Stearns & Foster purchase of $1,099. And get a Macy bed by Serta Basics foam firm mattress for just $199. Now through January 1st at Macy's. Savings off sale prices exclusions apply. Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.